Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 w Local Spotlight. Good morning, everybody. This is The Other Side of Midnight. I'm Frank Morano. It's summer, and it is certainly feeling like summer. We'll get into uh, a discussion of the heat a little bit later. But one of the things that you tend to do during the summer is you go to the beach and you go to the swimming pool. But it is a lot more dangerous to go to the beach now than it used to be. And I'm not talking about sharks. The real reason that it is a lot more dangerous to go to the beach than it used to be, or to go to the swimming pool for that matter, is because of the lifeguard shortage. There is a huge shortage of lifeguards in New York City, quite frankly, around the country, but it's particularly bad in New York City, and it's leading to all sorts of problems. Surprise closures of, uh, of pools and very real public safety concerns. Now, it's difficult to see exactly why this has happened now, because as I said, there is a national lifeguard shortage, and they're attributing that to a, a bunch of factors, including a stronger job market for young people. And there were all sorts of training disruptions that were brought on by the pandemic. But as of two weeks ago, the city had around 500 lifeguards for pools and beaches. That is way below where they generally tend to be. Now, the union that represents the city's lifeguards, they're very clear. They say this is due to money. They say the starting salary for a New York City lifeguard is $16 an hour, which is only $1 more than the minimum wage. So it stands to reason that they should be paid a little bit better. But there is another demand mention to this problem that I don't think has gotten nearly enough attention. The news outlet The City about a month ago did an article exploring the fact that New York City's first responders are ready to work as lifeguards, but City Hall is enforcing a 30-year-old rule that won't let them. So New York's lifeguard shortage is not at all being helped by the fact that the city has this rule that nobody knew about that goes back 30 years that forbids city workers from moonlighting at at pools and beaches. Now, that came as a big surprise to a lot of prospective lifeguards who said they received these denials for the first time this year. So the rejection of veteran lifeguards comes as the city is struggling with fewer than half as many lifeguards as it needs this summer. The veteran lifeguards who follow this stuff, they are saying that this is due to years of mismanagement within the Parks Department that prompted a citywide probe last year. Bottom line, they need to do something about this. They need to pay the lifeguards more, and they need to allow our city's first responders to serve as lifeguards. It makes no sense to have this rule, let alone enforce it for the first time in 30 years. We know the answers. Let's fix it. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Good morning. 
everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight. I'm Frank Morano. If you've listened to me for any length of time, you know that uh, I'm sort of an aficionado when it comes to minor party politics. If there's one area where I'm an expert, it's probably minor party politics, particularly in New York State. And New York is a very interesting place when it comes to minor party politics. It's interesting because New York is one of the only states in the country that routinely allows something called fusion. What is fusion? Fusion, very simply, is when multiple political parties can endorse the same candidate. Uh, Remember when Rudy Giuliani ran for mayor, he ran as the candidate not only of the Republican Party, but of the Liberal Party. When George Pataki ran for governor, he ran for uh, governor as the candidate of both the Republican Party and the Conservative Party. Mike Bloomberg ran as the candidate of the Republican Party and the Independence Party. And folks may ask, why do you do that? Well, You do that because if you're the party and you can contribute to someone getting elected, then chances are pretty good that you can get at least some of your agenda enacted. If you think about it, if the conservative party would have ran their own candidate against George Pataki and Mario Cuomo in 1994, the chances are pretty good that they might have siphoned off enough conservative votes to allow Mario Cuomo to win. So that's the idea behind it. New Jersey is a state that prohibits fusion. This used to be very common in this country, but because of the success that the minor party movements were having, a lot of states, not New York, not Connecticut, a lot of states made it illegal. And now there is a new party in New Jersey called the Moderate Party that is going to court to lift this ban on fusion voting. They've endorsed Congressman Tom Malinowski, who's a Democrat, but they also want to run him as the nominee of the moderate party. And they are asking a state appellate court in New Jersey to allow him, the moderate party is, to appear on the ballot as their candidate and the candidate of the Democratic Party. So the group filed a notice of appeal yesterday, and they plan to ask the New Jersey Supreme Court for a direct certification. In their view, they're saying that uh, this prohibition on fusion, it's a violation of their First Amendment rights of freedom of association. I completely agree with them. I think this is an unconstitutional ban. I'm rooting for them. And I hope this ushers in a new era of third parties being able to partner with one another and with insurgent major party candidates throughout the state of New Jersey. I'm wishing the best of luck to the moderate party, and I'm going to invite the founder of the New Jersey moderate party, the former mayor of East Amwell, uh, Richard Wolf, to come on this program and talk about this legal fight and why this is so important. So stay tuned. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. I really don't like to lend any credence to the New York Radio Message Board. Basically, the New York Radio Message Board is very similar to our Facebook group. By the way, I encourage you to join the Facebook group. Just search on Facebook, Morano Radio Fans and Haters. And that's a great way for participating in discussions about this show. But There was one thread on there uh, that I came across yesterday that I couldn't help but comment on. And the subject of the threat was the thread was WABC all bad news all the time. And this is what he says, uh, this commenter, Bill, nonstop negativity. And then it goes through listing all of the all of the shows. And then it says it's all us against them all day done with zero jocularity. And then yada, 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 yada. Debbie Downer mood of WABC. Curtis is missed. 
Same for any moderate voice to counter the negative. And all I'm saying as I'm reading this is, hello, I'm standing right here. I'm on four hours a day, more some days. I, this is not a negative show. The tone of it is not negative. The subjects that we cover are not negative. And we have plenty of uh, alternative points of view. I'm an alternative points of point of view. I bring a, a left uh, or a left of center perspective at times, sometimes a centrist perspective. I'm all over the place and sometimes just a non-political perspective. And so I'm just waiting for one of these commenters to pipe in and say, hey, what about Frank Morano? So, look, I don't disagree that the tone of talk radio in general is a little too negative and uh, people would be better served to have some more fun. But Curtis is on every day. And Curtis is somebody that also, I think, appreciates the value of having fun. By the way, if you want to see me on many of my colleagues from the radio station, including Curtis Lee, including Dominic Carter, including a bunch of other folks, you need to come to the Staten Island Ferry Hawks game on July 30th because they're going to play the Lancaster Barnstormers. And before that game, there's going to be a special softball game where we are taking on the NYPD softball game. Now, it's going to be tough. Those guys are pretty good softball players, but I'm prepared to uh, put on my softball mitt and try my hand at playing first base. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to give away a pair of tickets right now to the seventh caller at 1-800-848-WABC. That's 800-848-9222. And if you're the seventh caller right now, you'll not only get a pair of tickets to the Ferry Hawks game on Staten Island, but you'll be able to stay for the fireworks after the game, and you'll be able to stay and see us uh, play the NYPD before the game. So it's going to be a lot of fun. And one of you will get an opportunity to actually coach first base. So that should be a lot of fun. Be the seventh caller now, 800-848-WABC. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. One more hour to go. I hope you're not tired yet. This is Frank Morano taking you until 5 o'clock this morning where you will get to hear the WABC early morning news with my colleague Deb Valentine. By the way, I said this yesterday, but I still was inundated with social media correspondence and letters and emails, text messages, people asking me about this. So let me reiterate it one more time. I am no longer doing the business report in the 5 a.m. hour in the WABC early news because we've got someone much better, one of the best-known financial reporters of all time, Lou Dobbs. Uh, Lou Dobbs' financial report will now air three times a day, beginning in the 5 o'clock hour. So I am happy to uh, pass the baton to the great Lou Dobbs and uh, really honored to be able to call him a colleague and to have him as part of uh, the station now. So you will no longer hear me in the 5 o'clock hour. Hey, I want to give you an opportunity to win some tickets to the Staten Island Ferry Hawks game on July 30th. This is going to be a lot of fun. We're all going to be out there. Before the game, we're going to play a softball game. At 4 o'clock, the WABC on-air talent is going to be taking on the NYPD. I'm looking forward to playing. In my day, I was a decent softball player. Never a great hitter, uh, but uh, always a very strong Fielder, although you would never know that listening to Bernie and Sid the other day. This is the least athletic radio station probably in New York City. No one's reached out to the big-time athletes. So um, 
I'm just saying, next time you want to plant something like this, you may want to call me about a month in advance. I mean, don't you think, Bernie, or no? I would, I would imagine, yeah. That would be uh, that would be the first thing you do. But uh, that didn't happen, you say? No, and then the game is coming up in two weeks. You can't play this year, obviously, because you're going through the treatments and stuff. And, and you are a major, major, major part of getting people out there to Brooklyn. You are, you're about the biggest draw we had, you plus, and I. Plus my athletic prowess yes. there on first base, as you mentioned. You were great. I, I, like Almost like a minor league uh, pro. Pro, I would say pro. F- forget minor league. Well, you know what it is? You've got the, you're tall, and you always want a first baseman who's tall. And uh, like Frank Morano wants to play first base this year. I'm sure he's, he's fine. I'm sure he's good. No, he's not. Okay, he's not. He sucks. I mean, come on, guys. I mean, that's a little mean. I am a, look, I think even my detractors would tell you. I am a very good fielding first baseman. I will put my softball record up against anybody else's on the station, and I look forward to seeing both of them on the field on the 30th. But if you want to see me play first base in person, you can be the seventh caller to 1-800-848-9222. That's 1-800-848-WABC. If you're the seventh caller to 800-848-WABC, we're going to give you a pair of tickets to this game on July 30th, and you'll be entered into a contest to coach first base. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fireworks after the game, too. I look forward to seeing you out there. To be continued.